0: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: It is a phenomenal football Friday. It is You Better You Bet. It is Nick Costos. It is Ken Barkley. And it is you here with us. On the BetQL Network, simulcast for the next two hours by our friends at Stadium. And what a two hours it's going to be! Two hours of badass wager coming your way, getting you set to bet and win this weekend. On uh, not just the National Football League, not just college football, but we'll also bring you our picks in 20 minutes for the NBA slate coming up on Monday on Christmas. Where it. I, I, we better not be doing the show. That better not be the case. So we'll be bringing you our bets for for uh, the NBA slate on Christmas. 20 minutes from now, we're also going to bring you Premier League bets when Anthony DeBundo joins the show in 40 minutes. Brad Evans will join us as we move along. Prop bets for Week 16 in the National Football League. And for the people watching the show right now on our on our on our social uh, platforms on YouTube and Twitch, uh, twitch.tv backslash BetQL, YouTube.com backslash Odyssey Sports. Continue to send in. Uh, there, our executive producer Alex Fasano is combing through the chats. Send in your favorite football bet for the weekend. Could be something uh, tomorrow on Saturday, Sunday, even like the three-game slate on Monday. Your favorite bet. Side, total, prop, parlay, teaser, doesn't matter. Um, And tell us why you like that as your favorite bet. And Ken and I have allotted two segments for the show next hour to talk about those. We'll shout you out. We'll talk about your bet, whether we like it or not. You can also send us your favorite Christmas song if you feel so inclined on YouTube and Twitch. Our social segment's coming up next hour here on the show but joining us right now to kick off the fun and frivolity on a phenomenal football friday five words that start with p is our good friend sam panijatovich of Nessen, fox sports and the chicken dinner podcast sam on twitter at sp shoot my friend welcome back to the show it's nick and ken merry early christmas to you and the family how's it going
2: we just passed i refuse to call it progressive field we just passed the jake and cleveland So only about five hours out of Chicago right now. It's a 15-hour hike, boys, from Boston to Chicago, and we're doing it in one day.
0: Be like, so what'd you do on your drive? Be like, well, I talked about the Hawaii Bowl mostly. It's like actually kind of what I did. not, Not really like most road trips. I saw this game on your list, Sam, and for people who haven't, maybe listen people know the chuckle game obviously too people also probably know sam comes on all the time and usually has really good information about college football i have to believe this time of year it's been at least very profitable or at least getting a ton of clv probably based on some of the info that you're getting you you got something here on san jose and coastal carolina we actually just had colin wilson on he likes this game too maybe even the same side uh we got what san jose state a 10 point favorite in the hawaii bowl uh this is a uh, late night tomorrow night what do we like here sam
2: I hope Colin and I are on the same side. I am actually tailing the sharpest college football guy that I know. He texted me the other day because, remember, this number opened San Jose State minus 7. And once it got to 10, he texted me and said, I am betting the Chanticleers and taking the points. And uh, when he says jump, I basically say how high. Now, we know that Vasco is going to be the quarterback for coastal, he's not, you know, McCall. We know McCall is not going to play, but Vasco can sling it. He played at Kansas. He could, he could take the cover off the top of a defense. But really, there's two mathematical edges here. One, we get three extra points with coastal from seven to ten, and the total Kenny has dropped at some shops six and a half points, fifty-four and a half on the open. Some books have forty-eight now. So with the total going down almost a touchdown, those three extra points to me are even more valuable and look a lot of these lines they over move I mean let's let's talk about that UTSA Marshall game when everybody took Marshall plus 11 plus 10 and a half and Harris got ruled out for UTSA and the line goes down to seven and UTSA still rolled by 18. Now all these games are created equal but I just I can't justify Coastal Carolina getting 10 so I'm tailing my boy um I, I did actually lean that way too when it opened at seven and eight uh but now that we get ten with a total has come down that much i like it even more
1: Uh, Sammy, the good news, and I only say this because you said it in your answer, uh, Colin, that is the side that Colin likes. I think he even said in the last segment he joined us prior to you coming on to end hour one that he thinks Coastal's live in the game. So you guys will be on the same side coming up with uh, with Coastal Carolina. Let's hit another bowl game um, coming up tomorrow on Saturday, December 23rd with Utah and Northwestern, the Utes, the Utah Utes, uh, about six-point favorites in the game, the total about 41.5. Sammy, any bets here with Utah and Northwestern?
2: I love the Joe Pesci there. I get it. I hope everybody else got it there, the two Utes. Um, a lot of Utes opting out, too, Nikki, I mean, I, I saw the number was like 17 Utah players are in the portal, which is wild because Utah is historically a program that retains a lot of its guys. But this is that new era with NIL and all that stuff. I mean, guys are just leaving left and right. But but to me, both of these teams and programs are predicated on defense and mostly Field position. I mean, we know Whittingham, if it's fourth and one at midfield, he's going to punt it. That's the way he plays, because he trusts his defense. Same thing with this kid, David Braun, the interim guy at Northwestern that might not be the interim guy for long. I actually, I think he's done a fantastic job this year. They were a one-win team last year. All the Fitzgerald stuff, they come in, and he wins seven games somehow. So I was very impressed with Northwestern. I still think Utah is going to just bully ball. It's way to a victory here, like a 20-7, to 20-13 final. The total's been bouncing around the last couple of days. I'll give you 41 and a half. There are some 42s out there, but the consensus total is 41 and a half. Punts before points, field position, and really no home run hitters on either offense. You might not want to watch this game between Utah and Northwestern because it's kind of going to suck in terms of an aesthetic. But it will be ugly and low and slow. So at 41 and a half, you go under there in a game that should be in the high 30s.
0: Yeah, I get that the uh, Las Vegas Bowl, because when you think Vegas, you think like Northwestern and Utah would be the first two schools that would probably have a great time there. Uh, Sam, I know you have some NFL sides that you're kind of interested in, maybe a total here as well. Uh, the Falcons-Colts game spent like a, a reasonable amount of time basically the time we've spent talking about this game on the show this week has been nick bashing arthur smith and hoping he is not retained as head coach of the falcons that's like the extent of our analysis so far but there's been a lot of action on this game in the betting market uh the falcons opened a dog and now they're about a two and a half point home favorite a lot of the two and two and a half are juiced toward atlanta so some interest in the falcons uh the total in the game also 45 we've been betting colts over is basically all season cider total what do you like here sam uh, sunday indianapolis and atlanta
2: yeah, I mean, I don't love laying two and a half with Atlanta. And, I, you know, I, I tweeted this out on Chicken Dinner yesterday in the morning. It was Falcons 1. Um, I, but I can't say, oh, yeah, take Falcons 1 because that's just not available. But what I will do, Ken, is let, let's just take some of this money we've been making the last couple of weeks and, and let's pay the extra 25 cents. I don't usually do this, but for those of us that have watched the Falcons this year, they could easily – win by one or two. I know that games don't usually land one or two, but, I mean, they just lost nine to seven last week against Carolina. <laughs> just so, anything is possible, and, and Atlanta is honestly so a rat that they could they could do anything in this game. Nothing would surprise me. That being, I actually made the game three, Atlanta three, so I was happy to lay a little one. Smith is just so infuriating because he's got Pitts and Bajon Robinson and um, Drake London, and they don't even, like, touch the ball, which doesn't make any sense but look sometimes in the NFL you have to bet the things you don't really like to bet and off of the loss all the luster is off Atlanta people are saying they're dead in the water they're not going to make the playoffs anymore and they could easily win this game and the next game against Chicago go into the finale eight and eight and maybe get into the postseason mix but let's take it one step at a time I think Atlanta is going to be really good against the run that's the key to this game Falcons are a very stingy run defense, and that's what Indianapolis has been doing with Shane Sykin. We're going to run it down your throat until you can stop it. Well, the Falcons can stop it. This is actually, I believe, a good matchup for the Falcons, but I, I can't tell people to lay two and a half because it lands one or two. I'm going to hate that. So I'm going to lay it. It's, it's a little pricey. Never do this on the show, but at minus 135, I'm taking Falcons' money line, and it won't be popular, but, but that's okay. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do.
1: We do, by the way, have a piece of injury news in the uh, the Colts-Falcons game, and this is not something unexpected, but Jonathan Taylor not on the injury report going to play for the Colts. He's been trending that way all week, but we just got that notification that Taylor is going to be cleared to play this week for Indianapolis. You better you better here with Nick and Ken. Phenomenal Football Friday. Great to be catching up with our friend Sam Paniadovich from Nesson Fox Sports and the Chicken Dinner Podcast on Twitter at Shoot with football bets for the weekend. Uh, we could hit a couple other topics, Sammy, after this one. This is the last one that you got for us here game-wise here. And then maybe we can do some other stuff. Uh, and it is the Cardinals and the Bears in Soldier Field. I don't know if you'll be going to this game on Christmas Eve. <laughs> maybe not. Uh, the total in the game is about 43. Chicago about a four-point home favorite against Kyler and Arizona. Um, anything here for you with the Bears and the Cardinals?
2: It's funny you bring that up because I was invited to go to the game. And my response was to one of my best buddies. I said, "Do you think I'm going to spend Christmas Eve, Watching the Bears play the Cardinals, you are out of your mind. So, no, I am not going to the game. But it will be on in the background. And I, I think the most surprising part about anything related to this game is that we have a game in Chicago on December 24th, in the high is 50. I mean, this is, this is great weather for offense. Usually when you get a, a Bears game in December, it's like 23 or 31 degrees, and there's –
1: I think Sam's probably driving through, like, a tough zone here. Do me a favor here, Jake. Just uh, just pick up and just let us know when Sam's ready to uh, to come back on, when Sam gets into a better zone, like where he's driving right now on his cell phone. So we'll bring Sam back on in a second. He'll finish his uh, his thought on Arizona and Chicago. But, Ken, like, it, I feel like it's it's going to be unseasonably warm basically, like, everywhere this weekend, right? I think in the Northeast it's supposed to be in the 40s or 50s this weekend for the games coming up as well.
0: Yeah, and we have, we have a game, obviously, in Chicago that Sam was talking about Uh the the forecast and we are still a few days out like doesn't have to be this way basically it seems like in every single game whatever you think like you know christmas time weather is in all these places basically going to be really warm and potentially really rainy in like every game so just and, and chicago no different like chance of rain there too there's a chance I mean, it's a na- name a game that's not played in a dome there's a chance of rain and it's unseasonably warm and it's going to kind of be like one of the stories of uh, of this coming weekend
1: Sam Paniatovich is back with us here. Sam, you were saying about the Cardinals and the Bears coming up on Sunday, going to be unseasonably warm at Soldier Field.
2: Yeah, I blame the uh, signal in rural Ohio. Hopefully you guys got me here. Yeah, long story short, I mean, it's a great day to play outside in Chicago. You, you never would think that. Be 50 degrees and sunny. Um, the Cardinals' defense is awful, guys. Second most points allowed in the league. I want to say 376. The Bears are going to move the ball. And if they can convert touchdowns, we're going to see a lot of points there because we also know that Arizona can move the ball. I mean, they outgained San Francisco last week. Cardinals had almost 450 yards of offense. Granted, they're playing from behind, but but both Kyler Murray and Justin Fields are are prone to make big plays. Fields can break that 30-yard run. Kyler can wiggle out of the pocket and hit the wide-open streaker down the middle. I think both of these defense leave a lot to be desired down the field and as long as we get somebody to set the pace early i'm over 43 i mean the bears defense is okay i think it's a little overrated uh, from a metric standpoint people are saying how awesome it's been and it's like all right well they played josh dobbs and aiden o'connell and a bunch of crap um kyler's gonna gonna push the pace though and i think both teams are gonna score so let's go over a low number 43 in a 50 degree sunday on christmas eve in chicago i I still can't get over the forecast.
1: Sammy, let's close with this here. Totally okay if the answer is no. Do we have a chuckle game for this weekend, or is it going on a hiatus here for Christmas and we can pick back up for uh, for the New Year's edition of the show next week?
2: Well, usually the chuckle game is an FCS affair, and we don't have any <laughs> FCS games. There's only one left, and uh, that's the championship game, which is on January 7th. I will tell you this. here's a Here's a little taste. If we can get 13 or 14 with Montana, they're playing South Dakota State. South Dakota State just railroaded Albany, 59 to nothing. The line is mostly 12, 12 and a half. We're going to wait this out. If we can get 13 or 14, we will be chuckling on Montana in the FCS championship. But we got some time here. That game is not until uh, January 7th. So I apologize, no chuckle in hand, um, but there's, there's only one game in the FCS left. So the, uh, the options are extremely minimal.
1: Sam, you can, uh, you can make it up to us by giving us a great grizzly bear roar here in honor of Montana. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Like I, I think the I think the gimmick should for the chuckle game should be like like bet the side or the total of the biggest game that week. Like the chuckle game this week, I love the Niners laying five and a half on yeah. Christmas night against the Ravens.
0: Like, chuckle game, <laughs> give me the Celtics over the Lakers on Christmas. Yeah, really love fun. it.
1: Hey. Sammy, man, drive safely, man. Uh, safe travels back home to Chicago. Hope you have a wonderful weekend with the family. Good luck with all the bets. Merry Christmas, and we'll catch up with you next week.
2: All right, guys. Merry Christmas, indeed. And uh, don't forget, the bartender just poured three new ones today. He is uh, He's not having a good season. Surprise, surprise. And he <laughs> just hit three more bets uh, on his hopper, and, and they're all extremely ugly. So... Uh, make sure you check that one out, including Jacksonville plus two and a half. You know they're <laughs> going to lose now by at least a touchdown. And
1: also like, and also like the numbers three, right? He's also betting the worst of the number. Um, uh, and away. check out. Yeah. Okay, Sam on Twitter at SB shoot, Sam tweets the bartender picks and uh, it is a riot every single week when he does that. Uh, Sam Paniadovich with us here on the show. All right. on the other side, Ken and I will turn our attention to the five games coming up on Christmas Day in the association, including like Ken, like Ken just said, the Celtics and the Lakers in Los Angeles, NBA Christmas Day talking bets next.